Welcome to the Honesty Club podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah Joy. We've been friends for over a decade. And at this point, we've talked about everything. Each week, we'll take a hot topic and give our honest takes. And even better, we're inviting you to be a part of the conversation by submitting your stories and thoughts. Laugh a little, learn a little, and even feel free to disagree. You're invited to join the Honesty Club. Hello, everyone. We're back. I think I came in a little hot. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, let me talk away from my mic and then boom. (laughs) I'll be better. I'll be better. (laughs) It's hard not to because you get used to needing to do that. Yeah. Yours is so strong. Yeah, mine's coming in hot. Um, And the reason it's coming in hot is because we're using the microphone that we don't usually put into the rotation because we have a guest today. Welcome. Welcome to Peter. I wish we could add claps. Amazing. (laughs) Hey, y'all. We can clap ourselves. (laughs) Like audience clap. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Peter's uh, third time on the podcast. Yes. Oh, yeah. So welcome. Welcome. So good to be back. I'm repping the Honesty Club podcast hat. You are. Yes. He often does. He does. It's nice. We really appreciate it. I talk y'all up everywhere I go. Matthew and I both agree y'all are amazing. What you're doing here. So good. Aww, thank you so much. Thank you. We were voting. Did I tell you this story? No. We were voting, and he was wearing that hat, and so he, he was did, checking in, and again. then the lady was like, what is the honesty club? Is that a real thing? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it's her podcast. <laughs> and she's like, what is a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> a pod what? A what? Yeah. They're kind of, yeah, we, where we went to vote, it was just like, Every yeah. old person that lives in yeah. where we live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They love to volunteer there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It was a library. Uh-huh. So probably yeah. even more. Ours was a school. Okay. Yeah. 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 They love it. You just go to what's close to you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you think like in your old age, of- would you volunteer as a voting person? Hmm. You know, maybe. I feel like I could even do it in my young age. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like civ- civic duty stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm like, I feel like old people are like, everybody. give me jury duty every day. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. I have never had jury duty. Really? Yes. Ever? Never. Wow. Yep. I'm shocked. I know. I don't know if they can't. So back home, I got out of it. But here, <laughs> I don't think they know that I live here. I think they can't find Same. me. Same. So they never. Matthew. It seems like every year he gets it. Yeah, but not me. I have not gotten it since I've gotten married. Really? And yeah, hmm. I don't think they think I exist. But I've done everything to be in their system. You know? Yeah. I changed my driver's license, exactly. my passport, my social security, my voting yeah. registration. So they should know I exist, but I don't think they know I exist. No, me either. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. I'm like the person that they should get because like I don't have a job, like I'm free, I'm available. Yeah. They get Matthew who yeah. literally has work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you got summoned? Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Have you ever gotten picked? I've gotten summoned. Okay. But, right. I, but I didn't make the cut. I have gotten, like, I've gotten, okay, so pre-marriage, yeah. I've gotten summoned a few times, but I've never, like, it was always dismissed um, by the time I got there. Yeah. <clears throat> I was in a fake jury duty. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Because I worked back home. I worked at the district attorney's office. Right. So there was these attorneys that were going to redo this case and they really really wanted to win got it so they took in they were practicing yeah and so but we kind of like went through the motion that i didn't know you could do that yeah so they're just guessing what angle the other people will take yes and they're like i I think they were even like open to asking us asking questions or thinking about things that they haven't thought did you guys like pick the side that they wanted you to be on I don't know if we got that far. They told us what it was about, and I was definitely on their side. So, mm. but then I think they lost again. I was just like, "What the heck?" Wow. Yeah. Oh man. It was a, it was a tough one, yeah. but you know you gotta have like without a doubt mm-hmm. proof, and so yeah. people don't want to accuse doubt. someone if they 
don't for you know they're sure. not yeah. absolutely sure so yeah i think that's what happened there you go i feel sneeze coming on so i apologize in advance it might happen <laughs> it might happen well we are days away from 2024 which is why wow. are you feeling about 2024 i'm really excited it's gonna be great yeah what kind of prep have you done because we know you've done more than us <laughs> definitely because i when don't did you I've done start anything. thinking about 2024 i actively started working on it in october nice how, and then actively like how many hours a week is that or um i mean easy maybe five hours a week wow. and wow. then it's kind of stair-stepped up okay. i appreciate it because <laughs> I just let things come at me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm surfing. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a fun ride. Yeah. If you're just showing up and finding out what happens. You're the but... weatherman. I'm the, I'm the wave rider. Ah. <laughs> the weatherman. Well, that's why we have him here. He can help us mm-hmm. be better at it. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I haven't even thought about it. Right? Well, except for, I mean, obviously there's going to be a big event <clears throat> next year that's going to happen for me. Yeah. Well, besides that. Right. I, that's all I know. Yeah, no, that's all I can. Like my year ends there in my head. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's how it feels. So I don't know what to expect after that. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be so wonderful. Too. Yeah. You gotta give us some some tips, some pointers. Yeah. Some advice. Tips for how and to tricks. Think about the year, but yeah. I mean, last year Peter and I went to like a coffee shop like a couple days before the new year. And we did, <laughs> I saw this like Steve Harvey video and he's like, you need to write down 300 things 300. that That's you right. want, yeah. do an exercise, say everything you want in your journal, write down 300 things, don't stop Whoa. till you get to 300 and then read them every day and watch them come to pass or whatever. So I was like, let's go write down 300 things. <laughs> that was the hardest thing. I was making up stuff. No, end. I bet. I like, it took a while. 300 I was like, is a lot. Like I wrote down like. You know, get another car or get a newer car. Yeah. And then I was like, I was getting a 250. I was like, get another newer car. <laughs> <laughs> I like, just started. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm on two of them. I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of what else I want. Yeah. But no, a that's extra. a I lot. I can't say I've really gone back and looked at that list. I need to. I need you to see like, what I could. Day. <laughs> I Yeah, pretty much. Not Well, three, that would be 365. I can't imagine writing 65 more things that I wanted, but. It'd be no. nice to go back and check off what I've gotten. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Should check it. Yeah, it's a powerful mechanism for sure to yeah. get clear. Right. You know, put something in motion. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we typically like to do kind of a list. It's shorter than that. Yeah. But like, kind of that thing, and like personal goals, and like our own goals, and then goals together. <laughs> And then at the end of the year, we kind of like go back and see what we did accomplish. And usually it's more than you expect, you know, you're like, oh, that actually happened. Like we put it down and it it worked. Yeah. (laughs) So that's always fun. Yeah. The power of intention will take you very far. It's true. Do you think it's because you change your mindset about it or because you're speaking it into existence or you're now looking for the opportunity to make it happen? Like, what do you think, how do you think it happens? So there's different layers to that conversation. Um, There's a, you know, there's a spiritual level, but there's also just a practical kind of neuroscience to it. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think you gotta get clear before you you go for something, you've gotta get clear. And once you can perceive it, Mm -hmm. you know, as the adage goes, then you can achieve it. I love the, um, the story of the four minute mile and, uh, nobody at this point had ever run a four minute mile, but once oh, wow. one person did, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. so many other people started breaking the four minute mile after them. Yes. And it was like, they just needed proof of concept yes, exactly. that it was possible. Yeah. And so that's, that's part of the process. Yes. No, sense. you're so right. We were actually, I was telling her earlier, we were watching this show It's called special forces these celebrities go and get trained by these people who trained like with the special forces. Oh, wow. And so they're kind of like in the military thinking, you right, know, so yeah. it's very intense. It's extreme things they're doing. Well, there was this one thing they had to do where they had to crawl across like two mountains, but like 
this open field. So it was like this string. Oh, whoa. <laughs> now, of course, they're harnessed to it. So they're not going to like die. But like it's still, you know, they have to overcome that in their head. Well, no one, the first few people that did it couldn't do it. Well, then one person finally did it. And after that, people started being yes. able to do it because they saw that it's possible. And I think yes. beforehand, they're like, it's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. But it just really is shows you that it's powerful to see something happen and then be like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. But before we get into the nitty gritty, yeah, we want to know your backstory and how you got into coaching. Yes. Let's just dive, <laughs> dive right on in. Yeah. We're actually diving right in. Yeah, we are. We I'm always proud of say us. we are, but we're not really, you know. We really are. It's no sarcasm here today, guys. We really are diving in. Just going in. in for it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love coaching, and it really started when I became a leader. I realized how much I still had to learn, mm-hmm. and it was a huge gift to find reliable coaching, mm-hmm. yep. and I, I was more committed to show up for my team, my key relationships and my responsibilities. And you just need somebody in your corner that can see things that you don't see and that really push you uh, to what you're capable of. I I think there's like a lesson about coaching in general, you know, with with coaching, it's not just about working on the things you're not good at. Mm-hmm. It's about getting better mm-hmm. at where you are gifted. Totally. Mm-hmm. And it's about accelerating your strengths and learning how to work well with other people. Yeah. And so it, it really came down to uh, just finding reliable coaching that could grow my capacity. Mm-hmm. And then once I experienced the power of that, the breakthrough of that, I was like, I want to share this with as many people yeah. as I can. So I was mentoring young adults, you yeah. know, throughout mm-hmm. that that whole process, just sharing the things I was learning and earning over time. And then I started to have those intentional conversations on my team. And then yeah. it just kept rippling out further and further. And now it's something I get to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I It kind of feels like you know, we expect ourselves to be good in like every area in order to call ourselves like successful. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to be good at building a business, doing social media, public right. speaking, being a family person, being outgoing, yeah, totally. being organized, X, Y, Z. But like you don't go, I don't, I'm trying to think of a good example, but like you don't necessarily go to a certain business and expect them to be good at everything. Right. It's because they've niched down and actually found their specialty mm-hmm. and become really good at that. Yep. And they don't have to be like amazing parking attendants in order, you know? Yeah. Or like they, all their staff doesn't have to be accountants for right. you to get a great meal when you go to that restaurant. So I feel like it's, coaching helps you to see not that you don't have to try and improve in areas that you are lacking, but it shows you like how to decision make and get the right people involved. Yes, totally. Whenever those things do come up um, so that you can make a better decision and like focus your time. It's not a deficit, you know, I think. Yeah, you're absolutely right. To focus on the things that you're good at. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I really get leaders and a lot of them have a, like meaningful work, they have a mission that matters, but they just need tools. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if they have better tools, mm-hmm. then they can serve their team Absolutely. at a higher level. And then together they can go take on new territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, the coaching process is either gonna help steady people mm-hmm. so that way they can just keep putting in the reps to get results, mm-hmm. or it's gonna really ready them for the unfamiliar mm-hmm. challenges that right. they're they're not even thinking about. So it doesn't matter whether you're trying to be responsive to a specific pain point or whether you're just gearing up and you want to be proactive. Coaching is always going to be mm-hmm. the right solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that brings up the next question. Is coaching for everyone or are there certain people? Man, that's a good question. <laughs> I would say uh, coaching is not for everyone. Okay. And the reason is I not, expect that. not everyone is coachable. <laughs> Well, that's true. <laughs> but, that again. but other than that, if someone is coachable, you have to be open to it. Then want it. it will be an amazing experience for you. Yeah, because yeah, you could be like, I already think I'm the best in the industry. Yeah. 
So a coach is going to offend me if they suggest anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Than what I already have said I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like it's easier to coach a certain type of person? Like, yeah. I know that you focus a lot on like leadership. Yeah. But you define leadership, I think, a little more broadly than just people who are at an executive level because you do talk a lot about self-leadership. Yes. So really, you see almost everybody as a leader is if they have the intention to go and make things happen or yeah, totally. be self-motivated. But like, is it sometimes harder for you to coach somebody who is at the executive level versus somebody who's kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm a learner. <clears throat> right. I want to do a great Start job from the bottom. for my team. <laughs> yeah. No, it really just comes down to do people have a vision for the coaching process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they know the value uh, of someone who wants to champion your success. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want someone else to come and champion their success? Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it is the coach, the coach matters, mm-hmm. but just the coaching process is what's bringing the real transformation. Yeah. And I do emphasize, you know, leadership because again, I really empathize with this group. I respect them. I think we need more leaders, not fewer leaders. I think that leaders are going through all of the challenges on the front lines. Most people have no idea what it's like uh, to go through just one day in a leader's shoes. Um, I was having a coaching conversation with someone in law enforcement, and Mm. he talked about the burden of what he described as the the margin for zero in accuracy, meaning you can make no mistakes. Oh gosh. Every single day, Help. Yeah. every decision you make has consequences. Oh my God. He was just talking about the it's mental intense. load yeah. that they have to go through. Yeah. And that's where leaders live. I can't every imagine like, you know, obviously police wear body cam for a lot of reasons, but I can't imagine going about my day wearing a body no. cam thinking yeah. everything that I do is going to be micro-analyzed exactly. potentially. Yeah. No, that's If insane. something goes wrong, like I'm going to be micro-analyzed like that. Yeah. I can't imagine wearing a body cam. You no. know what I mean? No. Oh my God. Yeah. Because what human makes a hundred percent of the right decisions? Yeah. Or like you if know? Your, Never. your judgment about somebody is a hundred percent right all the time. Exactly. I'm like, sometimes people are just off to me and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't trust you at all. Uh-huh. You could be trying to be nice, but I don't trust you. I don't you know? trust you an inch. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so leadership is really the, the tip of the spear, you know, in the work I do. Mm-hmm. But it is, like Sarah said, broader mm-hmm. because leadership is less about a job and way more about a journey. Mm-hmm. And when you are willing to grow, uh, you're going to go on that leadership journey regardless yeah. of where you work, regardless of the title you have. And the only way we can make progress in our life is the willingness to lead ourselves there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's by taking initiative, taking responsibility, mm-hmm. realizing that you are empowered. And I call that the function of leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every person needs to learn how to lead themselves and, you know, have self-control and relate well to other people. So life is a leadership journey in general. Yeah. I have a question for you that, I mean, do you think somebody can really benefit, like have, I don't know. Yeah. Just a really defining moment from one coaching session, or is it more like therapy or like going to the chiropractor where it's like, yeah, one is going to feel good, Mm -hmm. but you need six. Yeah. Or 12, you know? Sure. Right. So that's the difference uh, between training and coaching. Okay. Training is about you leveling up in a specific area. Mm -hmm. It's about you learning a skill or you growing in your expertise. Coaching is more about you becoming the best. And it's the journey from some sort of misery to mastery. So you're experiencing Mm. pain in your health. Yeah. So the coaching health coach is going to help you reach mastery in your health, or maybe you're suffering with financial, you know, yeah. burdens and, mm-hmm. and you're really under it. And now you're going to learn financial mastery. Mm-hmm. The coach is going to take you on that journey. Mm-hmm. They are more of a guide mm-hmm. to help you navigate the terrain mm-hmm. you haven't gone through yet. Training is more about just getting the tools to go out and figure it out yourself. Yeah. So if somebody's thinking about like, okay, I want to hire a life coach or a business coach or whatever. Like, 
what is the minimum you would recommend for them to save up for and kind of like prepare? Like I want to get, I want to do once a month or I want to do four sessions once a month and Mm -hmm. kind of have enough of a journey. I know I signed up for something one time that was like, and you did too, it was like two months of coaching or something, a health coach. Mm-hmm. It was like two two or three months of support. I yeah. don't remember yeah. how long it was, it was but it was, it was under three. So it was like, you get this plus three months because yeah. it's like, you're going to have questions. It's It was like one like really deep dive and then follow up to kind of go on the journey with you. Yeah. Like, is there a certain amount that you would tell people like, don't just go for one, obviously, because sure. it's just going to introduce yeah, you to Yeah, absolutely. A right, it's an intro. What do you think people should mentally prepare themselves for? Again, it's going to be a journey. So you got to yeah. be ready for multiple touch points. And uh, you got to put in the work. Yeah. There's homework after every single session. Right. And then you're keeping track of your progress. The, the coach is going to help you make discoveries, make decisions Mm -hmm. to make you a better leader in whatever field it is. Mm -hmm. I will say though, the goal of a great coach is not to keep a client. It's, it's to actually help them get to the point where they don't need that coach anymore. Absolutely. Having said that there's kind of phases of your leadership journey where, you know, on the starting block, it's going to feel more like apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. Then it moves into coaching and then ultimately you're moving into mentorship and i think that's the relationship like the mastery part that's the that's the relationship that you're going to keep you know for a long time if you have a really trusted mentor or more than one mentor um, and then what's really cool is uh, at the higher end of of just the coaching world there are masterminds and that's where you're in a room full of high capacity thinkers and leaders and they're all just encouraging and coaching each other yeah yeah and that is just a, a remarkable experience yeah what would you say is there any therapy involved in coaching like do you ever feel that like i'm like yeah. oh i'm kind of helping them in their life too like oh 100 percent their emotions yeah 100 <laughs> percent. it's because uh, the way you show up matters yeah and you can show up for a job or a goal a hundred times but you're only bringing a two and you need to bring a 10 yeah and that's the difference that coaching can bring it's not just that you're being consistent Mm -hmm. but it's that you're being competent Mm -hmm. in every time you show up and that's inner work Mm -hmm. you know it the reason people don't make real progress is because they think that more effort equals progress more mm-hmm. effort doesn't equal more progress. It's you being willing to go on the inner journey. Yeah. And then as you are growing your capacity as a person and then as a leader in this context, um, it's going to unlock so many levels for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you are such an encouraging person. Like I know any oh, conversation, <laughs> any conversation I have with you, if I show you any project that I'm doing, not just because I'm your wife, but I get like the most hype in the world. But I feel like you do that for everybody. Like whatever their job is. Yeah. I mean, he's like, NASA. <laughs> you know, um, and I know well, that's for good reason. He I can mean, really he's doing great like, work. hype you up, yeah. you know? And I feel like that really plays into like what kind of a coach you are because you're, you're helping people get that like infusion of energy yeah Mm -hmm. to feel good about what they do yes and to like keep going because sometimes you just need like you can get not excited about what you're doing but if somebody comes in and thinks like it's amazing what you have you can actually be like wait okay maybe i do have something good yeah absolutely yeah when you get discouraged you get distracted Mm -hmm. and you get cluttered and you start yeah you know spreading your focus yeah too, you start too like far. fiddling around with like what else could i start out because this yeah. one thing is not doing it for me exactly but if you can stay encouraged then you will stay engaged mm-hmm. and you'll figure it out yeah most people don't need advice um they're gonna figure it out they yeah. they've got all of the resources available to them it's a it's about the willingness to go on that journey long enough to to come out on the other side right differently mm-hmm. and for me encouragement honestly um was a real tipping point when i was dating sarah and i i saw her uh she was doing work trips and so i was you know as 
as boyfriends do. We were <laughs> following on Instagram and, yeah. and seeing how things were going. And I saw a picture of her with her work group and she was smiling ear to ear and they were all laughing and having a great time. And it just hit me. Um, I don't want anyone to celebrate, you know, my Sarah more than me. Yeah. I want to be able to celebrate her the most. And that kind of translated. You've been going hard ever since. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw what, what impact that made on her to be in such right. a uplifting environment. Yeah. And it was just, it was kind of a perspective change for me. And then the other thing is uh, we have key relationships in our life and we wonder, you know, will time change the, the relationship? Mm-hmm. But one thing we can do is if we're always giving them a future yeah. then we'll always keep that relationship um, in a really special place. So I always like to dream with people ab- mm-hmm. about the future. And that's kind of been one of my little low-key strategies to uh, yeah. stay in their life. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so something we've talked about a few times is <laughs> we're not journalers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you talk about journaling a lot. Mm-hmm. So is there like a journal for non-journalers? Like what would you say to someone? I think my block is that I don't want to feel like it's a diary. Yeah. Also like. Sure. I don't feel like I have that much to say sometimes. One, I don't feel like <laughs> I have that much to say. I don't feel like it's like this much of a thing that's on my mind. Yeah. I need to write it out. And then two, I just always feel like once I write it, it's like so embarrassing somehow like like, what like one if somebody ever read this i would die (laughs) two like future me reading this is gonna think i'm so stupid like how do you get over journaling in a way that doesn't like is there journaling for non-journalers basically well i think y'all are already doing it it's called a podcast (laughs) just externally processing you're externally processing life um all the time and that's what you need the yeah. benefit of having a friend having a mentor having a coach that you can bounce your ideas off of and really see am i thinking straight is yeah. this okay yeah. mm-hmm. and and also how can how can i grow through this experience right and when you don't have those people around that's where journaling comes in journaling is such a big deal to me and I recommend it so much because I rely on it so much. It helps me uh, think clear. It helps me uh, strategize. Again, I use it more for my leadership journey Mm -hmm. Right. and I I just have seen so many benefits from it. So anybody can journal. It's not Dear Diary stuff. (laughs) Um, Could you do it in a way that's more like bullet points? instead of full sentences and if so like what would you like what kind of rhythm would you recommend Mm -hmm. to someone like me or Kelly who's probably not going to grab a journal we're probably going to grab our phone and we're probably going to write down like some bullet point things that are on our mind like how often would you suggest that we come back and do that practice like is it once a week is it every day and like Mm -hmm. what kind of what are two or three things we should keep in our focus especially if it's like around like some goals that you want to have or some habits you want to make right yeah so there's just two things that i would say to get started number one just journal your journey a lot of people wonder i don't know what to say yeah i don't know if it'll sound fancy or (laughs) impressive Mm -hmm. it's not about that yeah it's about wherever you are right now what are you feeling what are you facing Mm -hmm. and what are you focused on and if you just have mm. that process, it, uh, journaling actually gets the internal roadblocks out of the way. Mm. Journaling is not about um, presenting you know, yourself or your life to anyone. It's about keeping yourself in that forward. Did I say it right? Forward. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I say forward, but but a, a forward motion. Yeah. And yeah. if you feel stuck in your life, then you have to get unstuck somehow. And journaling is the way you unlock that personal momentum again. And then just a, um, the, the second thing was, can you summarize where you're at right now? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you can summarize where you're at, then you can strategize where you're going next. 
And uh, I actually have a gift for y'all. So this is... (laughs) Y'all did not know this. No. But I have already ordered a book for y'all. I know know that y'all are great readers and (gasps) Kelly's got her book club. I love books. So Sarah gets my copy. Okay. (laughs) And I also have... Oh, ordered nice. a copy for Kelly. <gasps> Thank you. Thank you. It's it's uh, an amazing book uh, by Mark Batterson. <laughs> He's a New York Times bestseller author, and it's called "Win the Day: Seven Daily Habits to Help You Stress Less and Accomplish More." Amazing. Okay. And he just sums up journaling and nice. more so just the inner work that we yeah. have to go on in our life really well. So Thank this you. is for y'all. And, All right. Thank uh, you. I figured after you read it, uh, if you want to give it away to one of your Patreon oh. followers, if you're on Patreon, maybe you can get Kelly's pre-highlighted version. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be valuable. So, yeah. but yeah, that if you if you just want some nice. great tips, love it. Uh, wow. You, you can excited. go for it there. Wow, absolutely. We'll like give a signed copy. It's <laughs> not signed by Mark. It's just signed by us. Honesty Club. <laughs> I think overall there's like three (laughs) big incentives, you know, just to go on that journey. And journaling is just the method of choice. You could actually use audio recordings. Some people video themselves like (laughs) vlogs or things like that. Um, Podcasting is, again, another way to kind of share your own story with other people. I feel like the podcast is really where I'm at right now. Now, the thing that you mentioned that like – I don't know. Sometimes I almost want to forget where I'm at right now. And maybe that's because I can go back and look almost on my social media or the mm-hmm. podcast because I'm, te- sure. I'm saying what I'm doing right now. Yeah. But I can get, forget what I'm focused on. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, what do I need to stir up? You know, what do I need to start doing? What, instead of like sticking to the routine of mm-hmm. like, no, I was actually going for this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So I, I definitely forget what I'm focused on. Here's my question about mm-hmm. journaling. The thing, because I've done it in the past, and like in different scenario, different ways, different scenarios, whatever. Sure. But I'll like write stuff down, journal it, but I never go back to look at it. Sure, yeah. Is that like, is that normal? Do you do that? Like, what do you do? Do you keep going back to it and looking at it, or do you just write it and let it go? Yeah, just, <laughs> just write it and let it go. In yeah. fact, there's an awesome story about the uh, music composer. Sarah right now. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm in the background. So there's, a, there's a really cool story about that, about the music composer, uh, Beethoven. Uh-huh. And he was notorious for scribbling scores of music. Wow. Mm. And then he would just shove them in his uh, desk drawers. And then he could just play Whoa. the whole thing he had written out uh, just yeah. without looking. And it was really just his process of creating, making connections, and then he could go and do it. And and that's really what journaling is about. It's again, it's about staying on your journey. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like when you hear, you know, you can have a thought and then when you hear yourself say it, Mm -hmm. you actually believe it more. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't know, for example, like I am beautiful or whatever. (laughs) You could like, you kind of. Or like I accept myself for who I am or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people say to like say those things out loud um, and then you start believing it. Right. Or like I, I don't know. I can lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> I can lose weight. Or um, I don't know. I'm trying to think like. I am confident. I was thinking like, <laughs> I was thinking like I am healed, you okay, know? Yeah, yeah. And then when you hear yourself say it, you actually like believe it more. Yeah. So uh, that makes sense that if you're writing it down, it's one more way of like using you know kind of your body to like help you remember something more it's like writing it down can help trigger you yeah in a way to like really i don't know submit your thoughts some more right that makes sense yeah to not have to revisit it all the time there's actually a lot of incentives just to go on this kind of journey of you know exploring and expanding who you are as a person um, the first one is clarity. Mm-hmm. We need clarity in our life all the time. Yeah. And if you have a safe space on the page or in your phone where you can just share the situation, 
here are the options, here are the values, right. here are the snags. And it's kind of suspending time just for a little bit so that way you don't rush into the wrong decision. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is you get closure when you're journaling. Um, many mm -hmm. times you're carrying um, issues or offense or you're carrying just obligations that are not relevant anymore. Yeah. And if you can externalize uh, that deficiency and you, you see it for what it is, you say, oh, this really doesn't control me. This right. shouldn't you know, be the deciding yeah. factor in my life anymore. I've actually grown beyond that now that you can see it for what it is and you can move on in your life. Uh, the other thing is continuity. This is a really big one for me because I believe that, you know, God has given us a story that matters and mm -hmm. we get to steward our story. So many people are looking to other people to tell them their life story, Yeah. but that's your privilege to go on that journey firsthand and to discover it and to yeah. stay focused on it. And many times you have goals and dreams, maybe five years ago, but you shouldn't forget, you shouldn't quit. You should stay on that journey long enough to see that it really was real. Yeah. yeah. And so that continuity is so helpful. Right. And ultimately, um, journaling just gives you confidence. And by that, I mean that you can confide what's really going on on the inside in a way that you show out a more confident version of yourself. Yeah. Mm. That's good. That's good. Okay. So pivoting a little bit here into like year planning or goal planning, um, <clears throat> you have even, I think an exercise called five years forward uh -huh. talking about like thinking through the next five years and how to kind of maybe broaden some of your, I don't know, uh, your goals to include more of the future. So I know you're somebody who thinks five years out. I feel like I'm somebody who can't because I don't mm -hmm. want to set myself up for disappointment mm -hmm. because if I thought, you know, for example, like if I thought, oh, by the time I'm 30, um, I'm going to live in a two-story house, have sure a really big job and have five kids. Mm -hmm. And then I get to 30 and I have nothing. <laughs> like how am I not just upset? and like disillusioned yeah. mm -hmm. with what was out of my control. Yeah, so my follow-up question is, which would disappoint you more? <clears throat> you know, aiming big and taking longer to get there or not dreaming at all and looking back and realizing how much was available on the table. Hmm. So for me, it's not about predicting what will happen or has to happen. Mm -hmm. It's about preparing myself to go for it. Yeah. And I use the metaphor of an airplane. The, the pilot has to see the end of the, the runway mm -hmm. in order to accelerate it because you can't dilly dally on the tarmac. Mm -hmm. You can't just stroll like it's a golf cart. You yeah. got to punch it. You got to hit it fast. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to put speed behind that that stretch of time because you have an opportunity to really take off but most people don't accelerate in their life their goals their yeah, dreams yeah. because they didn't anticipate um, the opportunity that was in front of them and then they get to the end of the tarmac and they have no momentum and they wonder oh was it meant to be what well, was it not meant to be yeah. and actually it was it just came down to the momentum uh, to, to really go for it yeah how often do you revisit your five-year plan? Like, can you, you know, <laughs> yeah. think about th new things and be like, oh, okay, maybe I want to switch that. Maybe that's not a dream I have anymore. Yeah, 100%. You know? The five-year planning idea is not about nailing it. Yeah. It's not about accuracy. Again, it's about mm. acceleration. Something has to get you going. Yeah. Something has to mm. be a catalyst that you got to get beyond the daily ops the fray you, yeah. <laughs> you have you have to get past the to-do list yeah. yeah and there are bigger milestones in your life that will matter and so you have to connect with it mm -hmm. at a personal and even emotional level right now yeah so that way you do invest the time and energy to get there 
Mm. So update it as as much as you want. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. But, but it's mainly more of a thinking tool. Yeah. And what I love to do is uh, re- reverse it. So, for example, I encourage people make a one-year plan. Mm-hmm. You know, just dream up one year for me. Yeah. And doesn't have to be long. Just, you know, five minutes. Just write it down on a piece of paper, a napkin or whatever. Yeah. And then ask yourself uh, a question. If this plan took five years to accomplish, would it still be worth it? Mm. Yeah. And if you would give up on it after year two or year three, yeah. then you need to revise the plan. But yeah. if it's still worth it, if you say, man, I would, I would still wait and work towards this, even mm-hmm. if it took longer than I wanted, then you're in the right direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you flip it and you say, now dream up a five-year plan. What's the biggest dream you can think of at your current place yeah. in life? And then ask yourself this question, how could I accomplish this in one year time? Mm. And that well, puts more pressure to, on you to think differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the whole point of the exercise is it's meant to help you think differently and grow mm-hmm. right. into your future self. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Most things I think take longer yeah, <laughs> to start exactly. than you than you think they will. So it's good to if you know where you wanna be and you kind of set that out there, like oh, I wanna be here in five years, like start something to do with that now. Now, yeah. Because start it's gonna take longer than you think it will to ramp up. Oh Definitely. yeah. Absolutely. Whether it's even like starting a business, starting mm-hmm. a channel, start like yeah. literally anything. Yeah. Like saving money, like it's going to take longer yeah. than you think it will to definitely to do that. We often for we often regret the things we forget. Mm-hmm. And if if you're not thinking about it now, uh, when you do think about it, you won't have the time uh, to invest in it. So yeah, yeah, so good. Okay, what do you think keeps people from reaching their goals? Well, I, that feels like a big. One. It's a big one. That's actually. <laughs> why I made the course pioneer of the year. Yeah. I, it's not just about goal setting. It's mm-hmm. about goal achievement. Yeah. And it's so funny. There's so many people online and they want to teach you goal setting, but they really don't focus on goal achievement, which is <laughs> yeah. what the yeah. conversation is really about. But you know, basically there's four main challenges or four frustrations that keep us from setting goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be internally cluttered. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might, Really struggle with indecision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's sabotage uh, from outside or within. Yeah, and then uh, just apathy. Just mm-hmm. the way you show up. Again, are you showing up? Absolutely. Like on a level two, or are you showing up on a level two hundred? Yeah. And and so those are some of the main frustrations that yeah. you know we get to work on in the course. But I would say it comes down to two things which is time and territory Mm -hmm. and i love the conversations that y'all are having here on the podcast um (laughs) y'all are zigging and zagging around (laughs) this topic all the time in my mind so you know if y'all want to help me unpack it but a lot of people um they struggle with time management Mm -hmm. but it's because they don't know what their time is meant for that's so true and when you know what your time is meant for yeah you cherish it better you steward it absolutely better and i think it starts with you know there's a time and season for everything Mm -hmm. and so knowing what what's this time of your life meant for yeah and then you can build a map uh to to make the most of it and then the other thing is territory which i would love sarah to explain a little more but territory is not just land (laughs) it's actually like a metaphor yeah for you as a person so I've been stomping on this. She actually, yeah, already. she start, She was talking about it on one of our other episodes. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So if you want to kind of revisit that, but that's a big issue because a lot of people they don't reach their goals. Yeah. Because they're not really aware <laughs> of their time, but but they're also um, they don't have a, a clear sense of territory. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would just say territory is your responsibilities or like your influence area, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's like your family, your job, your influence, mm-hmm. the things you're passionate about. That's your your territory that you're 
stomping around in. <laughs> okay. Rooted in Buddhist. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. All right. Getting pretty specific. Do you think there is a piece of advice that most people would benefit to hear right now? Like, is there something oh. that comes up over and over and over in your coaching that you're like, we got to start here for everybody? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, if I could give advice, the, the advice that I want to give that they're not asking for yet, yeah. I would just say make the uncharted choices now. Um, make, make choices before the changes happen. Mm. Most people make choices reacting yeah. to a change in life, a, yeah. a change in job, a change in yeah. status or anything. But you want to be proactive in your life planning yeah you want to you want to make choices before anything happens externally yeah and and that just looks like being willing to go on that you know that personal internal journey so how do you anticipate those certain changes because i feel like Mm -hmm. you could even do a whole plan or you've like okay let me think of all of the scenarios that could possibly happen yeah and then life throws you this brand new ones (laughs) yeah and you're like i never even thought about that so like how do you anticipate those things i mean the good news is that god knows you past present future yeah Uh, he he knows the story that you're living out and so just uh going on that journey with him and inviting him to speak into who you are as a person and speak into the way he sees you is a big step of it but just even tactically i would say um a lot of people get hung up on planning too far into the future yeah and really it's about um the resolve to keep growing as a person regardless of what happens Mm -hmm. so these are just pre-decisions this is what i value this is who i am as a person this is who we are as a family this is who we are as a team yeah and then you're just going to stick it out yeah regardless of what happens yeah but people don't achieve their goals either because they forget yeah what they were in the first place right or they quit somewhere along the way yeah and that's why we have to remember the future i like that example because it sounds like you can kind of anticipate your beliefs and yes. what you want out of life yes and so then any bowling ball that comes your way right it doesn't really matter because you yeah. can make your decision based on your values and what you believe in and how you want your life to look. Yeah. Yeah. It's an internal compass. Yeah. That's cool. And that helps us stay future focused. Right. And the way I like to think of it is the present is a gift for me, but the future is the gift I give to other people. Yeah. And so, you know, my job every single day is to work on the future. Yeah. Yeah. Give other people a hopeful future, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm dreaming about the future for Sarah and I. I'm dreaming yeah. about the future for, you know, our community, our team. Right. Um, yeah. That's what Future Focus is all about. That's yeah. Cool. That's good. Love it. Well, um, let's dive in and talk about your course, yeah. Pioneer of the Year. Um, this is like the time when everybody's really thinking about a new year. First of all, like, so <laughs> would you say that New Year's resolutions are like dumb or like is the new year a perfect time to start something. Yeah, I love the idea of just recalibrating. Yeah. We all need to yeah. recalibrate. We all need to retool. And if New Year's is the time to do it, that's great. Personally, I love doing that on my birthday because mm-hmm. I think that's more personal to your story. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I keep track of chapters. But it always counts. The thing I'll say is most people start um, with the wrong step. And they start with setting more goals, which can actually add more clutter Mm. to their life. And I would say, do not set a goal you're not prepared to keep. Mm. Do not make a commitment you're not prepared to keep. And what really helps you keep your word, fulfill your commitments, is who you are as a person. And so that's what I want to take inventory of is that the kind of the inside look yeah of someone's capacity and a team's culture for example mm-hmm. yeah yeah um tell us about your course how long does it take to go through what's it about 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just walk us through what Pioneer of the Year is all about. Yeah, I think so. Pioneer of the Year is my commitment to encourage leaders on their year-round journey of navigating all the complexity that they're going to feel in life. And yeah. a lot of leaders uh, want to serve. They want to set an example, um, but they they just get preoccupied being the leader. Yeah. And it's so hard to make progress um, in every direction of their life. So they're always trading their family time for their work time or their self-care, you know, for other stuff. Yeah. And I I just wanted to create a resource that could show leaders how to actually reclaim their time Mm -hmm. and expand territory in every direction of their life. Yeah. So you're making progress personally, relationally, um, professionally, uh, and all around. And so that's, that's the gist of it. Um, it's, you get access to the course for 12 months. You don't, you can actually go through all the content in a weekend. Uh, so you sit down and you can enjoy it. No installment is longer than I think 10 minutes. Yeah. And Mm. it's meant to, it's meant to just be self-paced and you just go on that journey throughout the year. You revisit it. Um, it's got two kind of parts. One is the base camp. And that's going to help you kind of launch out into your future frontier. Um, It'll teach you the framework and then you can get going with all the tools. But then uh, it doesn't stop there. We continue with expansion content. And so you're going to get updated content throughout the year where we we overview the four main parts. But then you're going to get deep dives into all four parts throughout the year. So would you say that this is really around goal setting or it's more around, I don't know, almost like balancing your life to where Mm -hmm. you're not just like leaning in one direction, but you're kind of growing in every area? Like where where would you say this leans most? Yeah, this is this is for leaders on all levels. And if you have a vision for your life or your family or your work, then you're absolutely a leader who fits in this category. Most leaders uh, get hung up thinking a lot about goal setting and productivity. And that's good, but it doesn't go far enough. So this course is going to take it a step further and it's going to help you grow in life planning and leadership. Yeah. Because instead of just goal setting, we're going to actually see the whole map of your life. We're not just focused on one goal at a time. Yeah. We're going to see that whole picture. And then instead of just thinking of your own personal productivity as the path into your future, we're going to see a whole community of people that you can influence and impact through your leadership. Yeah. That's really good. Um, Well, tell us where you're on social media, first Mm -hmm. of all, because... People want to be able to follow along with your coaching content and stuff. So where are you showing up on social media? And then tell us more about, I think you have a special going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. With Pioneer of the Year. So yeah, definitely so tell much. us about that. So I'm having so much fun just showing up on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Nice. And uh, then you can find all of the courses and even the group coaching that goes with it. Uh, PeterBirchfield.com. And right now we're in early enrollment. And so you can access this course um, before everyone else. You save $100 and you start the year with a huge head start. Good deal. Uh, So it would be awesome for everyone who's listening and interested to go check it out sooner than later. Yeah. And your sale ends when? It ends going into the new year. So so the 31st. Before the new year. Yeah. You got to get it before. You got to get it before January 1. <laughs> well, you can it. get it after January 1, but you'll be paying $100 more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. That's really good. Um, and then your social media handles are at Peter Birchfield for everything? Yeah. Just just search uh, Peter Birchfield. I think um, on YouTube, it's Peter-Birchfield. But mm-hmm. if you just search Peter Birchfield on any of those platforms, I'm coming up. All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I've really been enjoying your... Um, your TikTok stuff. Yeah. I've been trying to get him on the TikTok camp for a long time. I'm like, they're going to love you. He did it. Yeah. It was, it was fun. I, really came over. I was, you know, taking on the philosophy of you got to commit to one. Yeah. And you have to win in one place. Right. Yeah. 
and I realized uh, that's not the way social media works. (laughs) So now I just I just focus on making great content, and then I get to share it on multiple platforms. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been doing that lately. So So let me let me just flip real quick to y'all. Oh lord, because I love (laughs) I love to dream with y'all. Just specifically for the Honesty Club podcast, like what what are you grateful for through this past year? And then yeah. what are you hopeful for, uh, for this upcoming year? Hmm. Uh, do you want to go first? Okay. <laughs> you go first. Well, I'm thinking. I don't know if it's dumb to say like I'm grateful for the rhythm uh-huh. because I, I think like sometimes like you don't know if you have however many things we talk about in a year more like 60 65 not just 52 because we do the bonus episodes yeah so like i don't know if i have 65 hours worth in me right but there's a challenge there yeah to be consistent and like see how far this can go Mm -hmm. and i always think with creativity it's like you can start out with one idea but like the more that you use the one idea it's kind of like the parable of the talents like yeah once you start using it, you actually find that you have a lot more. Right. Right. Exactly. Because you've it actually comes out. There really is it. more and less. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you start, you actually get more ideas. Wow. Really, it's true. And so that's kind of been cool. I feel like that's something that I'm grateful for. Is just to have a challenge to meet every week. Yeah. And then to be able to look back and see we did it. Yeah. Yes. You know? exactly. Yes. Yeah. I think mine's similar in a way. It's just to have that like creative outlet each week to go to like a project that's our own that no one else owns it. Like we own it and we are taking care of it and we're responsible for it. You know, it's not like we have a boss that's going to be like, you do this every day. It's like, it's on us and it's our own thing. So that's, I think that's really fun and cool. And also to get to do it with you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, I love being able like, I don't know. I'm grateful for like something that is work that's bringing us together. Yeah, exactly. Well. And it's like an opportunity to like hang out or be creative, have fun, yeah. throw a party, right? Take ourselves out to eat. You know, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. it's. I don't know. It's just been really great, and I, I I love the fact that you know you'll hear from somebody and they'll be like, oh my gosh, this episode helped me so much, yeah. or like really encouraged me, or like. I'm always like laughing throughout the work day. Like my Thursdays are really great because of the podcast. Right. Like those things I'm like really grateful for too. Yeah. Just to, you know, like you could be, I don't know, personally feeling something, but then for it to impact somebody else's life and like, mm-hmm. yeah, like change them or for them to have a positive view of it. Right. That really means a lot too. Absolutely. What was your second question? No, that's amazing. (laughs) I mean, I've just loved listening and it's been so fun to watch y'all pioneer this podcast. It did not exist before y'all started it. And now there's this vibrant community that's listening and growing with it. I loved how you both said the thing you're grateful for was the rhythm Mm -hmm. and the responsibility, which I would kind of paraphrase as time and territory, right? So that's that's already synced up with what we've been saying. But I wanted to hear what are you hopeful for as you go into the next year? Like (laughs) just just kind of blank page. What would be amazing for the Honesty Club podcast? Let's just kind of dream together. Hmm. There's there could be a lot, you know. I know (laughs) it's like. I think, I mean, more growth. Yeah. You know, like even reach more people, just like you said. Yeah. People reaching out and saying like this really helped. Like, yeah. There's been specific ones that you don't know if it's going to hit anyone and then it yeah. does. And yeah. so just like. It having, could be an unexpected one. Yeah, too. exactly. And so just wanting that to even go further yeah. and mm-hmm. deeper and even maybe people that, you know, more people that we don't know. And yes. Yeah. Could really just help other people. So. That's always cool. Yeah. That's amazing. And I would kind of along the same lines. I don't want to just say like the same, but bigger, <laughs> yeah. but like just, um, it doesn't have to be a million people. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be a million people that are answering, responding, but like, I just want to see like a really invested yeah. group mm-hmm. that yeah. like love to answer the stories yeah. and love to answer the questions and 
just really people who we feel like we're making the podcast for mm -hmm. yes like people yeah. who are asking us questions or like yeah i want to develop that more absolutely all right yeah. so know, like, everyone who talking to yeah everyone yeah. who's listening on the podcast <laughs> everyone who's watching on patreon yeah this is your open door the honesty club <laughs> podcast we has a bright yeah. future <laughs> And uh, yeah. they, they want you to be a part of it. Yeah. That's so cool. I also just kind of, sorry, I was, <laughs> was going to say, I just want the bandwidth to do more yeah. like video kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It just, right now, I feel like it's, I don't know. There's the workload of like editing, publishing, getting it yeah. ready, making graphics and all that stuff. And making like a, a short or a reel feels like even more work. And mm -hmm. so I don't do it very often, but I would like to do that more. Yeah. Just because I feel like that's another element to add. Totally. Well, this podcast is amazing. It's valuable. It's enjoyable. Y'all don't hear it enough, <laughs> but we are so thankful that y'all put in all these hours to make it possible for us just to stay on your journey and to just have that spark of enjoyment and inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I think there's actually a tipping point, you know, for y'all that's coming up. Um, mm -hmm. At first, the challenge is you feel like nobody is watching no one is helping and so you really <laughs> you have to shoulder yeah. the load and mm -hmm. just do it all you have right, to yeah. learn all of the tech stuff you have to learn the mm -hmm. algorithm you got to learn yeah. how to have a schedule how to make it work you're figuring out your messaging yeah. there's there's so much complexity that you have to go through alone yeah. yeah but then the tipping point is you kind of level up and now it's all the opposite which is there's so many people reaching out. There's there's yeah. so many opportunities. Yep. There's so much happening that now you have to kind of be choosy. Yeah, yeah. prune. <laughs> you have to you have to yeah. prune back. And I, I would just say, just keep dreaming and keep teaming because mm. you know to see this go to the next level, it's going to look like a team thing. Yeah. And y'all make a great team, and, and I can see the team growing from here. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're going to be adding one to the team soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, oh. we'll have a new, a new little girly giving input. <laughs> That's good. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the episode. Yeah, thank you so much. Today. Ditto. Thank you all. I'm going to try, you know, I'm going to try. Yeah. A little harder. I'm going to, uh, what you said about like. Yeah, I'd love the, to hear. Was there any kind of light bulb moment just one thing one thing that would kind of sit out well yeah. i was gonna say mine was just like i've always steered clear of making five-year plans because i don't want to sound foolish sure mm -hmm. and like not do those things especially when they're outside of my control like i yeah. even felt like you know when i was single saying like i want to be married in five years i'm like that is zero percent up to me mm -hmm. you know and like i'm just gonna be upset if I'm not married by the time I'm this old so like I really never tried to say I'm gonna have I'm gonna make be making this much money I'm gonna have a family I'm yeah. gonna um have this many followers because I just don't want to set myself up for disappointment but yeah. I don't know just what you said it's like it's almost like I saw it as your five-year plan is like a whiteboard right. not like we're printing this and yeah. getting it bound, but like this not is right not like our official map, but this is our blueprint or like our whiteboard to say like, here's what, here's what the intentions are. If we yeah. need to like, you know, kind of use our thumb to rub something off and replace it, that's yeah. okay. But we at least need to like put the intention out there yes. Yes. of this is where I want to go. And it's okay to want something. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if you can't get it as fast as you wanted it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So good. I think for me, it was kind of a mixture of two things. One, just like the conversation of knowing what you want out of life and like your values and what you want that to be. And then basing every decision on that instead of, I don't know, it can just be easy to go with the flow of life mm -hmm. and say like, oh, well, I do all of these things because yeah. they're good things. But yeah. what really benefits you, what you want out of life yeah and then also like the time like dedicating like knowing where your time needs to go and dedicating those things yeah because again i think it kind of goes with that you can easily just make your time out of everything like oh yes. i go here i go this yeah. you know instead of just being really intentional 
and then having even those boundaries with it like so no good. i make my time here i can't do this you know yes. so right. both of those things really just like made me think and you need to hear yeah. it you're doing better than you think yeah and you're still going still growing yeah. and so the future is so bright I'd love to hear from all your community what their one takeaway was. <laughs> yeah. So just drop it in the comments, either uh, on the podcast or on Patreon. And uh, thank y'all. I've yeah. really enjoyed this. The The hospitality is off the charts. <laughs> and y'all made it really easy. Aww. And uh, I just encourage everybody to subscribe and share. And, and let's take uh, the Honesty Club podcast to the next level. Wow, thank, thank you. you. Everybody <laughs> go find Peter Birchfield yeah. on... Well, especially find him on TikTok because that's yeah. fun. That one's a new one. But you can also find him on YouTube and subscribe there. And um, that course, I mean, you've got till what day is the 31st? It's Pioneer mm. the Year. Is it year. a Saturday? The 31st is Not on sure. a Sunday. Okay. Okay. All so right. you, if you're listening to this right away, you have until Sunday <laughs> to get $100 off the course, which is really, Please. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, it's, you'll yeah love you it. got time. It's definitely an investment. And I always feel like any time that you put some money into something, like you have a better chance of paying attention and yeah. like actually doing it. <laughs> totally. So if there are like some goals that you want, like I feel that way about my health. I'm like, okay, if yeah. I'm going to book this call, I'm really going to take it seriously. Right. Because I actually put money into it. I didn't just like look up recipes online. <laughs> Exactly. Like I paid, Absolutely. so now I have to do it. Yes. You know, so you I feel like anything own. where you're like, yeah, you invest a little bit into it, it really helps you to like actually follow through with it. Yeah. So super kind. Thank 2024 you. 2024 matters. You it know, does. This yes. would be a great thing to invest into yourself and, um, you know, or if, or if there's somebody else like your spouse or I don't know. Yeah. Somebody else that you're like, you really need to go for it. You know, that would be a great thing to get for them as well. But you have till Sunday yep. to get the, the great deal that you're offering. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. We hope all of you have an amazing 2024. Happy Ooh. New Year. Yay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We will <laughs> see you next year. Wow. All right. See you next year. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you're following us at Honesty Club Podcast on Instagram or check out our website, thehonestyclub.com to be a part of future episodes. You can submit an idea for a topic or write in with a story for us to share. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, or share it with a friend. See you next Thursday.